BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at the Cantina Podcast, we provide top-shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news, and reviews. Come in, order a loma nail, and remember, no droids allowed. And hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Cantina here on uh, the Genreverse YouTube channel and Genreverse Podcast Network, available wherever you get those podcasts from. Hit the subscribe button or the follow button, depending on what you're watching or listening to us on. Interact, thumbs up, down, leave a comment. It really helps uh, uh, Really helps us out with the algorithms. I'm Kyle. Uh, the other person in full motion is uh, Cam, and then the person with the with the big grin that's not moving is Shockey, who is uh, facing the mighty winds of a hurricane, or, well, the, the last, like, outer rims of a hurricane right, right yeah. now so <laughs> how, how you doing down there shock you you surviving oh yeah i mean i'm surviving i don't know why the internet's so bad i mean it's really not it, it's like a normal rainy day it's just a little bit of wind but i guess I don't my know. internet's not not that great because of it so i apologize yeah it's all right cam how you doing today bud good yep well we're we're here gathered today to speak about Ahsoka episode three. Review it, you might say. <laughs> you guys can actually find Cam. Uh, he has his. Uh, oh, hey, check it out, guys! Look, there's merch, including some Star Wars related merch. Link in the description box. Our our Redbubble. Uh, but Cam uh, wrote, of course, a written review. You guys can find that. Uh, where'd it go? Where's it at? What picture did you use? Oh wait, um, I'm the... on. I'm on. I'm on the second page because I wanted to read some comments. So let me load that up and then let me go back up to the <laughs> to the front page. And you guys can go up to uh, lrmonline.com, click right there, uh, and see Cam's uh, written review. But spoiler-free kind of thoughts here on Ahsoka uh, Episode 3. We'll start with you today, Shockey. I, I enjoyed it. Um, it was reminiscent of... The animated show, um, either Clone Wars or Star Wars or Rebels, um, it, it kind of had that feeling to it, especially when we have a little like we're so we're trying to be spoiler free. Um, when there's some I don't know like space gymnastics or whatever you yeah, want to call it, yeah, 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 it, yeah. It, that was definitely like kind of a, a call call back to the what you would see in the uh, animated show, some goofy stuff like that. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was, uh, I thought pacing wise was really well. It started just maybe a little slow for me at the beginning, but besides that, um, you know, we got a lot of, you know, kind of information. Uh, I I feel a lot of information about 
where the new republic is at this stage of you know the timeline you know the show and then also um kind of uh setting up for the next episode i think is going to be you know episode what was it this was three so episode four seems like it's going to be a, a pivotal episode maybe cam what'd you think of uh this this episode yeah i would I agree with it mike i enjoyed it um <clears throat> I don't think quite as much as the first two, but at the same time, um, no major criticisms of it, you know, as a, as a show itself. I also agree that it was a little bit cartoony in terms of the way the action set pieces were set out, but I kind of liked it. It was the right kind of cartoony for me in terms of, you know, I was really worried, you know, going into it. I could kind of see what was coming at various points, and I'd heard the couple of people online you know sort of talking about one thing in specific we'll get to spoilers and i just had the fear going in and actually when i watched that i thought that was reasonably well done at least not you know enough that i can still suspend my disbelief in it and just enjoy the theatrics if you like um i thought some of the i agree with mike about um the kind of it's nice to see a lot a bit more on, on on where the new republic is at the moment and I quite liked uh, some of the sort of one-on-one time between Dawson and uh, Bordiso as well. I gave it a B plus. What did you give it, Mike? She never said a grade. Uh, a minus. A minus. Gotcha. I uh, I've got. I'm still dealing with the whiplash from the like drastic change in in tone and and everything. Kind of like what we we had from uh, seasons one and two of Mandalorian compared to season three. This kind of left me with the same compared to episodes one and two of this series to what we what we had this time. Cartoony is not the freaking word for it. Uh, it was it was quite upsetting to me just how jarringly cartoony this really uh ended up being um yeah and then there's there's a lot of little things that i'm gonna i'm gonna dig at uh there's a lot of things to talk about uh in theories as far as like adaptations of error to the empire and some some characters that we've gotten here that we're starting to uh get a little bit more out of and from <sighs> you know um in the comments we had a lot of people uh mentioning um, different things about it being mediocre, being uh, slow. Some people were like, "Oh, if you if you uh, uh, loved Andor, um, uh, but hate this because of of speed, then you know, hypocrite or whatnot." Um, I don't think this was too slow. Even in episodes one and two, uh, it wasn't for me. It was more about that we're slow, fast, slow fast it was the roller coaster ride for me it wasn't that the show i thought overall it was fine it was just i got tired of having to sit and linger on shots every time someone new showed up on on screen that was what was frustrating to me um not a not a uh, story pacing or or anything like that uh this this episode definitely the the worst of them all for me and i mean other than the fact that it's made relatively competently, I I'm so annoyed at so many little things. I gave it a B minus. That's that's being generous. I really wanted to kind of give it a C plus, uh, but I felt like that would just be me pissing on it because it's not what I wanted. If that makes sense. So 
I try to be a little bit more fair and say, hey, this is this is this is what they're wanting to do. I don't like it, but uh, yeah. So I gave it a I gave it a B. Uh, I know there was a couple of comments about uh, the HK droids. Uh, I think mm. was it Alexander J that brought it up? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You wanted to say something about the uh, HK droids, if I'm not mistaken, right, Shocky? Oh, just that. Those HK droids, I know that then this was not just one person. I know that there was kind of a, it's been online and on social media about oh, yeah, yeah. why would you send, you know, droids to go take care of a Jedi, you know, after that whole situation with the Clone Wars and stuff. So the, the HK assassin droids date farther back than the Clone Wars. They go all the way back to, you know, the Darth Revan you yeah, know, era. Yeah, the Old Republic. Knights stuff. of the Old Republic, right. Um and so the HK droids go through all these different variations of it. There are assassin droids, but what makes them so unique is that they're also protocol protocol droids too. And so they can blend in with just about any scenario. And that was kind of the purpose of building those. But Revan, um, when he's Darth Revan, it's the iteration. I believe it's HK fifty or forty seven. Is it not? 47? So in the, in the game, it's forty seven. That's the right. Like it, so, in Knights of the Old Republic video game, there's HK forty seven assassin droid there. But the one that resembles the what we saw in Ahsoka, if you I forgot which book it is, um, with Revan. Um, but like Revan builds HK forty seven and, and continues to have an assassin droid with him. And then from after Knights of the Old Republic, when Darth Revan, he makes another set. I think it's HK-50 or 55, somewhere around there, where he adds more armor plating to them. So they're a little bit more bulkier. But then also, too, they put a, um, uh, a bomb, basically, you know, what we saw yeah. in Ahsoka, in their chest as as a way to basically sneak into a, their, what they were meant to do is to sneak onto ships and basically blow them up. Um, so what we see in Ahsoka are those HK assassin droids, you know, probably uh, maybe a little bit, you know, upgrades to from the one from Revan's, but they're old relics, um, as you can probably tell. And was it Balin? Pro I think it's probably Balin, the one who sent them, you know, is, is kind of emulating a little bit of Darth Revan. And, and that's kind of what I get from Balin, too, is the he's not a Jedi. He's not a Sith type deal. He's kind of in between. So it. It's kind of, I, I don't know if it's Filoni's way of incorporating Knights of the Old Republic and making, you know, a lot of people are excited because with the HK, you know, Assassin's Droids, does that mean now Revan is canon? And will we get some sort of Knights of the Old Republic show mm. or Revan show? And, you know, does where does that loophole? And so when it comes to, I, I get the, the for just the general Star Wars fan, you know, why would you send droids after, you know, a Jedi knowing from what we got from the Clone Wars and why would you have those bombs on them when they could just, you know, blow up right at the beginning. And so it's you need the I guess their their primary mission was to get the map first, the ball. Um, That's correct. That's what I was going yeah. to say. They don't know that Ahsoka is going to be there necessarily. Mm -hmm. You know, they're there for the same purpose um, and probably hoping to be anyone else there. So that's why you send droids, you know. Yeah. Well, there you guys go. Alexander J and others watching. There's Mike's thing on the, on the droid stuff. I really didn't pay that much uh, attention to it. I kind of took it as them... Yeah going there if they could get it great if not killer like that's kind yeah. of how yeah. I, and, I and the other thing it. about the bomb like taking a while to go off i mean you could accuse 
every single movie and TV show ever made of that then, where they all have a countdown timer, which is just enough for the hero to get away. Oh, exactly. It would kind of be a short show if they just blew up instantly the moment they Thirty seconds were defeated with a, nu- yeah. a nuclear bomb and Ahsoka was dead and that was in the show. You know, yeah. so... Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, spoilers. It's not like there's all sorts of like uh, uh, story stuff to really dig into too much, but no. we're no longer watching what we say, ladies and gentlemen. That's that's basically what spoilers means for here. Cam, the good stuff this week. Give it to me. I mean, I, I like the, the sort of training stuff between um, – Sabine and, and Ahsoka. With the blast shield down, I can't see the target. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's obviously, there's that little bit of sort of homage back to, to the original trilogy, but of course, what I like is they're kind of sticking to the guns on Sabine being really quite limited. Um, and, you know, someone who, yes, has, has been shown to have some sort of sensitivity in the Force, but it's it's like, if, if Anakin Skywalker's here, you know, they can say it, if you like, then Sabine's away down the bottom below probably any kind of force viewers that we've really seen in the kind of series so far. Uh, and I like that it's a struggle for her, you know, and that it's not a kind of easy thing and that she doesn't just, oh, suddenly, you know, I thought it and these things start appearing and, and kind of happening for me. Uh, and I quite quite like the nice touch of that as she grew more angry and aggressive, she became better. But, you know, Ahsoka was warning her at the expense of, of what? You know, um, mm-hmm. so that that was kind of cool. Uh, I liked the New Republic stuff, as I said. I, you know, I thought it was was quite interesting seeing like almost Mon Mothma being quite toothless and not really feeling as if she's got any power in that situation. And it's very and, much and not Borsk Phalea sitting there stirring stirring the shit pot. A, yeah. Another human again. Why? Where is the alien representation well, was in the New Republic? No, no, no. In, no, no. In the new, in the New Republic. Oh, that's okay. what I was saying. In the new, oh, in yeah. the New Republic, because that was such a big thing uh, in the um, in the uh, old EU was the racism of the Empire and the oh. diversity of the New Republic, and it was immediately a thing of 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 uh, uh, lots of of stress and and uh contention in the government because you had the bottoms going well shit we got you guys the the second death star plans and the mon cow were like you know well shit we the we got you guys a fleet real. and it's just one <laughs> like, guy called money yeah right manny Botton. uh but yeah uh it was it was shocking to me to sit there and and not have um not have more I think there was one. One senator on the far right was the three-eyed on the stalks, I yeah, think Yeah, someone it was. was definitely not human. Um, but I, I then you, you have the opportunity. Course, you're, you're using him as Borsk. Why, why not? Why not? Why not go all the way? We still haven't seen any actual Bottons in, in live action, have have we? Um, what is no, with you, no, Star no, Wars? No canon. Seriously. No canon, what the um, frack? Bothans and any comics or anything that are currently considered canon. No, it's a strange one. Um, yeah, I want to know why they're so good at spying. You know, is it just a family of people called the Bothans, Davy, Charlie, and Manny? You know, they were just just good spies. I don't know. Uh, But, you know, I kind of like from the Mon Mothma we see in Andor, which is a completely different situation. 
you know, she kind of looks a little bit as if, you know, she's got what she wanted now, but she's kind of out of her depth in terms of fighting this. And it almost, you know, for want of a better word, it kind of makes you look at, you know, the problems that caused the empire to happen in the first place. In other words, that you, sometimes you need somebody strong as Anakin would say, maybe someone should just make them all agree to what yep. you do, which of course leads to Palpatine in the first place mm -hmm. and, and, and the rise of the First Order. So, you know, I quite like that they're kind of playing with that and they're showing us that they're, they're genuinely, you know, the New Republic seem to think, well, you know, why would people be loyal to the Empire? People were loyal we to the Empire because they actually yeah, got shit done. You know, there was reasons that people wanted the Empire in in the first place as well. And if it was better for them personally, then they don't really care what happens mm -hmm. to other people. And that's just true. It, it, quite a lot. Of, the um, human condition. Sort of, the human. <laughs> or, well, wait, I guess we prescribe what we're like onto these alien creatures exactly. because we don't know anything yeah. else. Um, but, um, exactly. But yeah. Um, um, and then I thought the action was good as well. You know, I know you had some issues with it, but you know, I thought it was a quite exciting sort of fight. And because I'd heard a little bit about it before I watched it and I was panicked about it, I kind of thought she was going to jump out there um, with no spacesuit mm -hmm. on or something like that because of what I'd read. I'd let somebody say she jumps it onto the wing and deflects laser blasts where. Um, lightsaber and for me I thought she jumps out there with no space suit and she's hitting them away like like they did no be one Kenobi as if they've got no kind of kinetic impact at all and that wasn't really the case they kind of had her out there in a space suit and she didn't really do that well she, I think the only maybe criticism that you could they see nerfed, is very cartoony is that they nerfed the hell out of the out of the um fighters that she was dealing with they they nerfed the frack out of them any anyways i'll, I'll get that. to the bad stuff you in a bit. I'll, but then uh, you know I, I thought it was the only thing was like you know which is just a tv thing again like why would they try and shoot her <laughs> why not just ignore mm -hmm. her and shoot the crap mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. but that's the kind mm -hmm. of thing that we mm -hmm. again that we see in a, a lot of media you know i think the the idea behind it is that she's a target and she's attracted them in towards her you know i mean but mm -hmm. believability wise if we were talking this was a realistic military filler it just wouldn't happen at all we did just send a missile yeah fly away and that would be the end yeah, and if it was one of the only not... if it was one of the only things in there it could be for forgivable still not as bad as pen uh pen uh finn and um uh rose being no. able to walk all See, the way back to that base like, in front of the enemy there's, there's troops. always that has to be suspension of belief in star stupid. wars because star wars even if you go right back to the original <sighs> there's so many things don't work oh it doesn't yeah, work yeah, with yeah, physics yeah. it doesn't make sense yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. how the spaceships fly don't even yeah. make sense yeah. in space they don't but um, at least keep at least try to maintain some maintain consistency within of, yes. yeah yes. yeah yeah and sometimes uh, they push the boundaries a little bit and, and sometimes they break them. And and when they break them, it's egregious. And um, when they push them, sometimes you go, okay, I'll let it go. And that was <laughs> what it was for me. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say the only really good stuff is uh, uh, some of the training stuff, uh, some of the New Republic stuff. Uh, and then... The action scene was shot well, but I have a lot of complaints about that whole set piece at the end. Shocky, did you want to touch on some good some good stuff? Yeah, um, kind of piggybacking on what you guys have said. The the training scene, I really appreciate. I think um, a lot more a lot of Star Wars fans to appreciate 
Sabine not being able to just jump right in and become a Jedi in less than two days, you know, it, we, you know, because the past couple Star Wars movies and, you know, even shows and stuff, uh, it just yeah. seems like everyone knows how to use the Force. Everyone, you know, can be uh, handle a lightsaber and let's go fight. You the know, Sith. there'll still be some guy with a video out there that will say she's a, um, a Mary Sue, though. You know, yeah, and she just, as soon as she goes, she does something for the right. first time that we'll see. And so, I on think... on that because I don't want I don't want to forget this okay. shocky brain wise. But on that last week, all the people about oh how did she survive getting stabbed in the in the oh uh, yeah <laughs> abdomen guys she's not the first one. As a matter of fact, Obi Obi Wan Kenobi had someone survive a, a gut shot. She's she's not the first one. Qui Gon got cheated. We're all well aware. Hell, Carry Darth on. Maul got his entire limbs, bottom as, half. As he got his whole bottom he half brought back. He kind of just did have to lie there for a good maybe ten minutes or something uh, like that. Head cannon, head cannon. Uh, that I died. Yeah. Someone could think now would be so good. Oh, Obi Wan's fighting now. Oh, 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 Obi Wan's falling off. This is not going well for me. Uh, oh. Hashtag yeah. justice for Qui Gon. There you go. Go ahead, Shaki. All right. So, um, I think though what we're seeing are the kind of the, the the little seedlings and stuff to set up sabine taking over mandalore because if you you know you remember this is all the connected universe right and mm -hmm. you know sabine originally had the dark saber you know but then passed it on to bo katan so i think what we're seeing here is that you know going back all the way to and she had it rightly as well yeah, like she had won it initially yeah. didn't she so Right, and what is it Tar Vizsla, who was the original Mandalore, who mm. was a Jedi and stuff. So I think that you're you're bringing back that storyline from you know a Mandalorian also becoming a Jedi. I could see her creating a new dark saber. You know, now that the the original one has been destroyed, coming over, taking leadership of Mandalore um, as as the rightful leader. I, I I think that's where we're setting it up. Is you know this training the hey i can't use the force just yet but i'm mandalorian and so forth um so i'm i'm appreciative of that that it's just not jump right in hey i'm a jedi in 2.5 seconds even though you know she's had a little bit of training and stuff um the purgles you know the the animals that you see in the mm -hmm. clouds that's a you know and a, a a nod to star wars rebels and if you watch rebels you know that the purgles are the creatures that uh, basically take Thrawn and Ezra to a different yeah. galaxy so it's kind of like you're starting to see the you know that you know piece what did together. you think of them because I thought they were a lot better in live action than what they were in, in animated oh, yeah. I, I didn't like I didn't like the way they looked in the animated it all felt to earth you know but I liked the idea of them and in live action I thought they were, they were a lot cooler looking and yeah, more menacing and mysterious Right, and from what I so uh, there had been mentions of Purgles, or I, forget, I think it was Purgles in you know the canon books and stuff, uh, you yeah. know about a creature yeah. that can do hyperdrive, and so mm -hmm. but the everything that you heard about him was that they you were never seen, you never really saw them. They weren't out in the open as like how they were in Star Wars Rebels. Like, like Rebels, it was like they were out in space, and you know you could see them, but they were like these mysterious creatures that kind of resembled whale-like, you know. And so seeing them in live action, how they were still in the clouds and you couldn't really get the full sense of them. Um, yeah, I definitely, I agree with you. I think live action wise looked a lot better uh, than what we got in the cartoon or the animated series. So um, 
I'm with you, Kyle. The action sequence, you know, it was comical to me. You know, kind of the nod to the animated show with, you know, Ahsoka, you know, having a spacesuit that forms right to her, you know, headpiece <laughs> and everything. <laughs> you know, going out there and deflecting lasers. I mean, it would be daft um, to have one that didn't fit her, I guess, though. Yeah, you, would, you would find one for your spaceship that fit you. Well, yeah, uh, there was an episode in Clone Wars when Ahsoka was still a youngling. Uh, you know, she was just like, I think it was yeah. season one or, where the entire helmet bubble went over her head in, instead of just um, her face. And then, um, but the, I guess it, it was comical to me, but at the same time too, I'm with you, Kyle. Like the, the military strategy to take out, you're in a large <laughs> ship, you know, aircraft carrier, you wouldn't use... You know, big guns to take out a, a small ship, or you know, yeah. no matter. Starts. Like you, you would send a fleet out to go after it. You wouldn't just send five. And the, I, I it just, I, is this something I always had a gripe with from with Star Wars? I don't know. Maybe it's just me and having you know knowledge of aviation and you know flight patterns and stuff and how to properly you know attack the just the constantly swirling around and just we're going to shoot three times and not being really in an attack formation it, it's it's comical now to me i, I guess i also like how uh two uh flights if i'm not mistaken that would have been the the term two flights of three became two squadrons yes of three and i know that canon star wars doesn't hold to the old uh uh 12 base squadron uh three flights of of four uh or uh uh yeah three flights of four or four flights of three uh make up a squadron few squadrons make up a wing yada yeah. yada so on so on but it's 12 base so your average you know squadron of x wings or ties or whatever would have 12 um <coughs> uh yeah, there, there, there was so much. Could you so just imagine, like, if you, if you had, let's just say, you know, the pilots of the Blue Angels sit down with, you know, the people of Star Wars, <laughs> and be like, all right, so this is how aviation battles are supposed to look. Instead of, yeah. you know, you're, you're seeing Tie Fighters and X Wings flying if, all across into like in a scatter, you know, man, every man you, for you himself. Yeah, yeah, you can't see it, but you, you can read it, and I can verify uh, after having interviewed Mr. Mike. Stackpole, the X-wing books were researched and well yeah. thought, and oh, if we yeah. could see something like that on screen, it would be great. I guess I'll I carry on. I'll just say about, one thing about that, though. Um, you know, we have to remember the most successful film in the last couple of years was what Top Gun Maverick, mm-hmm. yeah, right, and it's supposed to be a semi-realistic based in Earth. And the shit that happened <laughs> at the end of this that. This is Tom Cruise's world. The what are you talking about? The things that happened in that movie were beyond anything yeah. I've seen in yeah. Star Wars. I know. But here's, you know, here's, the, here's the thing, though, Cam. Here's like, where here the, the whole consistency thing, and I'm, I'm carrying in with, with more of the bad stuff since Shocky kind of helped guide yeah. us over to there yeah. any, anyways. Star Wars literally has a line in the attack on the Death Star where they're like, our turbo lasers can't hit them. They're too freaking small. And here they are. They're like, we're we're now all of a sudden our turbo lasers have gone from being the, the big main cannons on like a, a battleship or a, a cruiser, the big guns that you use to take on other big ships. 
uh, turbo lasers again have been turned into. I, I, it looks like they're trying to be flak guns because, guys, what is this smoke shit? That was all over uh, yeah, that, was that space fight. Like, that's what was that? Yeah. But yeah, you can I, I you can that. have flat guns and call them something else because you yeah. because you've already said what turbo lasers, turbo lasers are, <laughs> and I hated it. And fear. also, also point. when it comes to the to the flak thing, if <sighs> the smoke makes no no sense. Okay, I went back and watched the original trilogy, and I looked at uh, the the Death Star battle where turbo lasers are fired, and I looked at the uh, second uh, Death Star battle. Now there are bright flashes from turbo lasers where you think of one of two things: the round, so to speak, has reached its you know uh, uh, furthest distance it can go, and the energy basically pops right because they're right. just flashes. There's no smoke and the other one is it's hitting hitting deflector shields right no this one it's just pop smoke like a freaking you know what i would cannon man um let me think let me look it up real quick but i wish they instead of using the turbo lasers is used um what was in slave one the mines from you remember attack of the clones with Django fett yeah the the, the the concussion the concussive concussion mines. Yeah, yeah the concussion yeah, yeah. mines. i wish I mean, it did could... something like that where you're you're sending them out and you're seeing the concussion mine go or, off and you have to avoid that you know or it's it's what you would actually use which is a bunch of smaller guns oh yeah all firing a but bunch it, yeah right and but covering a bigger have, space yeah. with more with more uh uh smaller they, rounds because that's what this type of through. ship is yeah yeah, you're oh right. my god and i think that's but that's the it. thing is is yeah, it makes it so dumb with this this morgan else but no she's an idiot and that's why she says hey i'll get them with the turbo lasers. okay so you know? so but she's she's not turbo she's or she's a witch the, why not just use not witch only powers it's not just, only <laughs> not only that but she's 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 going <laughs> after the the most military genius in the world and and you don't think that she has some staff members or a droid brain that's been uploaded with freaking naval combat freaking uh uh standard operating if, procedures if and protocols that, it's they could, stupid they could have beat the ewoks man. oh my god i mean don't don't get me started george lucas and and his affinity that was for toys for, guys that was for oh toys god Toys uh, and merchandise. And, that, and that's I'll another thing. That's another, another thing in Return of the Jedi when the Super Star Destroyer gets up in a big puff of flame. Um, well, no, no, because you've got, you've got, you've got atmosphere on the ship. Doesn't matter. I, it's an infinite uh, vacuum in space. It would you, you immediately can, You can at least, you can at least sit there and say the, uh, and that's, we really haven't been able to prove or disprove that because we've not done big explosive things in space uh, to see well, how we, much, and then you have to scale it up. The vacuum. No, but we can't scale happens. up. We can't scale up to the size of something no. that is, you know, a floating city filled with with gases and things like. What I'm saying is that's relatively, like you said, that's easier to suspend your belief than a laser beam. A laser beam know, that I, needs I to arc. Hold, no, 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 a, laser, a laser beam that needs to arc in in the Last Jedi, and then this one, a laser hmm. beam that explodes into smoke. Like, I, I mean, you're not frack. wrong. You're not wrong. No, I'm um, not arguing that you're wrong. Yeah, at yeah, all. yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that the Return of the Jedi one annoyed me just as much as that. Um, it didn't, I, I, I didn't like me as that, much, I but I can get, I can get it. Uh, the other thing that really pissed me off is there's no stakes because the the freaking uh, World War II P-52 Mustang Zero wannabe 
ships that the bad guys were using, their laser their laser cannons were freaking uh, uh, pea shooters. There was no damage. They hit they hit so many times on the ship, and and sure, it's got good deflector shields, but they got so many hits at some point. Those shields should have been, you know, taken down, and a, and a couple shots should have gotten through. But in order for them to get the 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 silly uh, uh, gymnastics and and stupid shit that they wanted Ahsoka to do, they had to nerf. The uh, uh, I mean, they didn't have to. We had the the awfulness that is uh, Obi Wan Kenobi maybe, show. Maybe they but, did it, dude. They nerfed. It's so, but it, it but it makes the whole it makes the whole thing feel completely uh uh like zero stakes. Like there's no way. And and yes, I know we already know the heroes are going to survive to the next episode. But this this again takes away that that suspension of belief ability where you're just like. They're basically shooting at them with 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 BB guns in space. That's yeah. what they made it so they yeah. could do the scene, and that feels just so gross to me, especially coming off of, like I said, relatively competent episode one and two, and of course coming off of uh, Andor earlier this year, which was just freaking phenomenal. Uh, I I dude, like it was shot mostly well. Like if you followed mostly of the same trajectory change the weapons that Elsbeth uses, change the ships up and get rid of the stupid freaking oh my god. Then this, then I wouldn't be having this, but this was this was just freaking cartoony, man. And and I think that was the I, purpose of this episode is But to, that's the thing. Yeah. A, again, just like Mando, people are like, "Well, I mean, it's it's all but man, but Mando didn't start at, as that. This no. is supposed to be right. set in that same in that same universe, and I know Book of Boba Fett There's was too, and it got stupid to cartoon. where it came from, but, which is Clone Wars and Rebels as well. Yeah. And right, that's what but it is, that's it's an homage to okay. To but then, ex- but again, you have a very you have a very much more men Mando season one and two feel for the first two episodes of this before it goes to this. And all I'm saying is, I I said it before. Cartoony Star Wars is not for me, and that if Ahsoka right. showed itself to be, and I'm not saying I'm out right now because of one one episode, but if Ahsoka showed itself to be like, you know, you got Mando season two, uh, three, and then you you got this Ahsoka, and if they continue down that whole, hey, we're just doing live action cartoon. I don't need live action cart. I love cartoons, not the Star Wars ones. I don't care, but I love animation. I I love animation probably more than Cam or or Shocky do, and not just anime, but definitely in into that as well. I don't need my cartoons to be live action. I need my live action to be live action and live action Star Wars had a feel to it that was that was at one point completely different than what they were doing with the cartoons which was fine and I wish it would go I wish it could go back to that. I don't need my cartoons in live action. I can watch my cartoons animated because I think animation is every bit as as good can be every bit as good as live action in look and feel and and aesthetic uh, not aesthetic uh uh yeah, looks looks and feels. But I don't I don't need to I don't need to dumb down Star Wars so so you can make it like a cartoon. It 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 didn't need to be done and that that to me is just so frustrating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh Cam, did you have anything else bad that you wanted to add to it or 
come back off uh, or uh, rebute, rebut, whatever. Uh, I mean, I can't really rebut, rebuttal, if you like, um, because, um, I mean, I guess it's, it's, it is the way you, you feel about it. I guess, though, you know, for somebody that loves animation, you kind of, it has to be the right animation, though. So because you don't like the animation style, you won't give Clone Wars and Rebels a chance. Well, no, and no, actually, no. The number one reason is I don't give a frack about prequel era crap, including the characters. And I know Rebels is set after, Rebels but it's also really... childish. It's very childish, and it's not the childish no, cartoon that I'm going to get into, like a Teen Titans Go or a uh, yeah, but that's what uh, I mean. Amazing it's, World it's not of Gumball. Like that level of childish. You know, so. it's somewhere in between, isn't it? Mm. You know, and it's quite popular amongst the fan base. You have to remember, yeah. so they are, you know, they are catering to a lot of that. But you know, at the end of the day, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. So, you know, yeah, no. What do you think about such. the nerfed ships and stuff? I mean, does it not bug you that it just? I mean, it's it's almost like a. Uh, you know, the canon is what it need, needs to be. The the tone is what it needs to be. The style is what it needs to be. The I don't know the it, heart the of what Star Wars is is crappy is, ships to me. Yeah, they were really yeah. fit for being fighter planes, but it's what they had to hand. Why aren't they? I mean? Why why do they have? Well, remember, that? like Tie they Fighters don't have it's ship. all secret. You know, yeah. they're not really. They don't seem to have that much military. Wow, these are these are the worst people in the world to go rescue the greatest tactical mind well, in Star Wars. Well, I can't wait not, to see they him. Weren't into it. Like, ring, isn't it? Yeah. What's that? You got to remember that, like Balin and his crew weren't out to to really find Thrawn. That's you know Elsbeth, and she's the one that's got the new technology. Like, and where's all of her stuff? Where's all of her? Her putting all in the sh- resources that ship that she and, has, and that big people ass ship. and stuff. I mean, stuff. that's the way I look. Yeah. Oh my she's god! Just, she's kind oh of it's all been put into that. They were, okay. It was hidden. They sure. didn't think anybody was going to get. Yeah. So it wasn't really like sure. compared to an imperial. If that had been an imperial project, they would have flew in there and there been mm. tie fighters and star destroyers straight after them. You know, and right. like, okay. if they did something like that in rebels, it'd be like, like straight away again. Um. So yeah, yeah well, I don't know. It's, yeah, you know, and it all like, it should too. Opinion, but yeah, I mean, you know, I like, what I liked about it was that they didn't try to make her deflect like big. Uh, I'm glad bolts. for I'm glad for and that. And it didn't I, quite work out for, for her. That. I mean, she did get it, but blasted off the the mm-hmm. ship flying away as well. You know, it wasn't exactly the best plan in the world. I don't know. I don't know why she needed uh, uh, Sabine to roll the wing to her. She's very, very capable of the Force, and including uh, uh, telekinesis. Couldn't she have just grabbed onto the ship herself with the Force? I lay yeah, Leia, Leia did something like that. Only Leia can do Inconsistencies. Theories. Yes, absolutely. It shouldn't have. I mean, look. Yes, even Luke had gone EV in the in the EU, you know, but not exposed with a with a uh uh life preserving suit you know mm-hmm. flight suit on he had gone evie other jedi have i'm not necessarily for leia it was the fact that she was fully exposed and out there for for a, for a minute um getting into theories so we've got non uh we've got non not borsk for leia uh which 
I can't remember if that's the actual pronunciation or not, but that's how I pronounced it growing up reading the book. So uh, we've got not Borsk. Uh, anyone starting to think that Sabine is not Mara? Because I'm getting the feelings, especially now since you got the uh, her uh, not quite as much skill. She's got another Jedi encouraging her. Ahsoka, Luke encouraged Mara on their trek through the forest. She's about to be on the forest with an old Jedi uh, who's got a, a, an apprentice who's blonde, Joris Seaboth, or CB, 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 Joris, we'll just call him that in the uh, uh, Heir to the Empire books. He had his own blonde uh, apprentice no one knew about, Luke, with two U's. Uh, I think we might have our not Mara in a way of Sabine Wren. Uh, we've got our not, we've got our not Borsk. We've got our not Joris. Does anyone think that it's possible that the girl, I forget, a Shen might be a Luke clone from the hand? Like, <laughs> I, I mentioned see Shen that we might the not see Mara, though. That's a, a what I Luke think. clone. You think she's the not yeah. Mara? Yeah, I, think, yeah, I that, put her as more, when I, yeah. That, hmm. that was my thoughts as well. I agree with me. Yeah. If, if we see something from her, cause right now she's just complete. Uh, uh, lackey with no, yeah, no, uh, no, no nothing there. No yet. agency. No, no nothing. So it could, it could be. But I'm guessing yeah. we might see the start of something. But it depends. She could also just killed at some point, and that's the end yeah. of Shin, whatever her name is. And, and okay, we move on. Uh, but I always kind of had a feeling once they get introduced that we'd see more of Shin than we ever would of Balin. And I know mm. now we'd be Ray Stevenson that, that yes. you know, it's sad that, that that will be the case. But that was kind of my thought process behind that, that he was more likely to be killed than her survive and maybe be in her own masterless and could come could come round again maybe. later on, yeah. either as an antagonist or, you know, in some other kind of way. I, I, I'm not sure where they're going with it in terms of overall. I think... I think where they're going um, with the, the Ahsoka itself is that I, I think it's not going to be right till the very end of this series that we we kind of get to this other galaxy. You know, that's that's really the kind of finale event. Yeah. So I'm not expecting yeah. to like see too much yeah, no. thrown and maybe not much Ezra either. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so yeah, I could see that there, there has to be some kind of moment where Ahsoka gets her ass kicked or she gets hurt in <laughs> some way and it's like downtime, you know, mm -hmm. where she can you know, reminisce about Anakin or something before they kind of bring all, all that sort of stuff in as well. I just, you know, that that's my kind of thoughts that they go next week and it doesn't kind of go well for Ahsoka in some way, but mm -hmm. Sabine's all yeah, right. Yeah, they're down there on, the, on the planet. Uh, but obviously, you know, I think I don't want to say like almost a death, but but something almost thematically like that, because I think Dave Filoni's talked before about, you know, liking a, a sort of Gandalf and how he come back as Gandalf the White after a kind mm -hmm. of death experience. Yeah. Um, so I, that, that's the way I, I would guess that we, that we could be going, but I, I don't know what's going to happen with the bad guys. <laughs> Any theories there, uh, Shocking? Uh, I just more interested in, in um balen and his motivation like all we've gotten is is like you know hey if you find thrawn it's it's ultimate power so this could go a lot of different ways could be balen be the key that on you know brings back the emperor you know like was is that how the emperor returns is through mm -hmm. balen finding some sort of 
important things, you know, is, is there an event that happened, you know, that causes, you know, Balin to leave the Jedi order and, you know, not necessarily turn to the dark side, but kind of be in this in-between phase where he's using both dark and light. Um, that to me is interesting. And I'm with you guys when it comes to like Ahsoka. I think that, you know, episode four or five is, you know, she's either something's going to happen where, you know, because we've got to find, you know, follow the true, you know, um, hero's journey. So there's got to be some sort yeah. of failure here. Um, and it sends her to the world between world between worlds and that's where she sees anakin or something or maybe you know morgan elspeth and balin are able successful to take off in this ship and go straight to thrawn and so then they have to figure out a different way to get to this new galaxy and maybe it's the world between worlds accessing and, and kind of skipping across and you know that point there i mean i guess i never thought about that it could be used as a travel method as well yeah. couldn't it um, yeah. you know the way it works in, in the cartoon it wasn't just you know the, well the idea is well they are the same thing space time is the, is the one thing so right. you know it kind of makes sense in terms of how we understand well our our human basic understanding of how the universe works anyway which right. is probably... i saw some people trying to line up uh milky way maps with the maps on on oh, that gosh. i just guys and i i know people will point to Indy and et <laughs> but, but no please please no we need actual escapism every now and then and and the idea of something that can't even i i don't even want earth to exist you know what i'm saying like that's how it, it is that big of a deal to me that earth does not exist Just within star universe wars completely. it has to be it has no to be it has to be. It has to be that way. It has. It has to be. I just. I. I can't even. Anyways, did you guys have any other thoughts on this? It went longer than I thought it would be for one episode. <laughs> yeah, the shortest episode yet. Uh, well. Yeah. Right. You know. Um, be sure to to stay tuned here, guys. If you enjoyed the conversation, you know, join us in the in the comments uh, down below. Whether you're watching on LRM online. Uh, which is great. Uh, be sure to check out more stuff uh, there as well as uh, celebrity interviews that go up on the LRM YouTube channel. Uh, you can access all of the podcasts. There's great written articles and, and news coverage. The merch, you can click that link and actually bring you over to the merch site on uh, on Redbubble. Uh, lots of great content, anime reactions, reviews, trailer reviews. Uh, there's going to be a, uh, if you're into One Piece, Breaking Geek will be reacting to the first uh, episode of Netflix's live action adaptation. If they're not reaction videos, all the podcasts with the reviews and stuff like that and news coverage go up on all your favorite uh, podcast apps. Shocky, anything else for the good people out there? Um. If you're interested in, you know, you have a podcast you want to get on here and we help expose your podcast, give us a, send us an email, send us a message. Um, we're, we're looking to expand. We're, you know, trying to head into the next year by making LRM bigger and better. And the only way we're going to do that is to expand our crew. So if you got an interest in writing reviews or talking about anything, whether it's Star Wars, Star Trek, anime, um, heck, even sports, we're, we're always taking it. Um, so uh, shoot us a message and we'll get you on here. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Cam, do you have anything to say to all the bad people out there? <laughs> Be good. Be good. There you go. 
All right, guys. Until next week, may the force, uh, may the force, <clears throat> may the force be with you. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.